Yo, it's Remy from Last Virtue. I'm here with my new co-host, Tamara. Introduce yourself, Tamara. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Tamara Mariah. Um, I'm an actress, artist, and future host and business owner. Um, I'm just really grateful that Remy gave me this opportunity. And today, we're just going to get into some things and do what we do. Start. You want me to start, yeah? Or you want to start? Mm-hmm. You can start. All right, so have you been listening to Trippy Red or, like, Carty recently? I don't listen to... I don't listen to the music. I'm not... I'm not a fan of the punk rap. That's not me. I don't like it. I did like... No, I did like Trippy Red when he did that single with Nicki Minaj. He had, like, a few... That album that he did was good. But after that, I don't really know what happened to him. <laughs> so you're not hip to like, You know I don't really listen to that kind of stuff. I don't know, fam. I don't know. Oh, so you're not on the rage beats, like the use. Nah. Shit, you're missing the way still. Nah, that's right. I know I do like both of them. Like, I respect them what they've done in music, but I don't listen to them regularly. Have you heard Mr. Rage? No. Shit. Alright, nah. Mm-hmm. I'll send you the video, yeah. Yeah, can... send it to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but basically, like that that's been taken off for like, the past I said the whole year basically. End of last year. Basically. Yeah. Like multiple mm-hmm. artists, um, so Fago, uh Trippy, Carty, Lancey, Una. So yes, yeah, like uh it's piling up. I mean, so Fago was like the first artist to do it, like, to be on a rage beat, him and his yeah. And I think that's what got him signed to Captain Jack with uh, Travis. Okay. Yeah, I like, I do really like, I really like Travis Scott's brand. Like, I think he's so dope. I've, I thought he was dope for when I was younger, but everything he's done, now this guy's, I would definitely say, I'm not going to lie, Travis Scott is one of the top 10 rappers. Like, in terms of like, not even in terms of like lyrical or anything, just yeah. in terms of just who he was as a brand. Like he's dope. Yeah, I can't lie. <laughs> Definitely. He's dope. Yeah, he's turned it around. Done some artistic shit that like other kind of rappers wouldn't really do or get into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like people wear his stuff like he's easy. Like I'd be seeing people wear his t-shirts, hoodies, like he's really doing bits out here. It's a fact that like he had that kind of um impact early, like 2014, but for him to sustain mm. it long and like just increase it this much, it's crazy to see. Mm-hmm. Mm, definitely. Like, early on were like between him and uh ASAP Rocky. Oh yeah, when people would mistake them. Yeah. To be honest, I feel like the thing with ASAP Rocky is so funny to the fact that I feel like he played with that. Like he knows that. Like he just do it as a joke. <laughs> like he doesn't care, but he would do it as a joke just for like, you know, so people can talk, like, because he knows that's what they want, isn't it? He gives people what they want, so that's what I like about it. So, <laughs> so what you were you one of those people that compared them? No. It's just that they had the same like hairstyle. Other than that, I wouldn't compare both of them. No way. <laughs> I, I like what he's done, like, as opposed to, like, uh, ASAP Mob and Org. Yeah. 
Bro, you got Cactus Jack, like yeah, all of that stuff. All that so I remember he had a pop up actually, Suffrages, and I went to like the bodega that he did. I was like, no, this is this is sorry, that's the dopest stuff. I've come on to get a collab with Selfridges as a black guy from New York. Like that ain't that's 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 major. Well, that's major, honestly. Rocky. Yeah, I went to it. It was like oh, yeah, the shop man. had like yeah, like I got stickers. I think I don't know where I put them, but I had like I got like the stickers and stuff like that. And then he got like all the other aces that mom got to sell their stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hard. Hard, hard, hard. So another thing I want to talk about was um bootlegs. <laughs> so like in the streetwear fashion scene, like you know, everyone's whole thing is about coming up off making bootlegs. So especially yeah, any Nike silhouette, whether it be Air Force, uh, Dunk, SB Dunk. Yeah. Yeah, just dick riding and, like, making their own versions. Like, they're so... Yeah, like, I just feel like fashion, but fashion, that's what fashion is, it's a repetition. So people can't really, like, hope that people are going to copy. It's just a part of it. Like, look at how, like, everything's just repetition, like, Look at how, like, only and honestly, I'm sorry to bring up Nikki again. You know, like, no, I love Nikki in it. Yeah. But did you see that now Nikki brought up that Crocs thing in her song? Do you know every girl I've been seeing is on pink Crocs now? And then look, Crocs is making heels of Balenciaga. Bro, you can't tell me that this woman don't have impact, sir. If yeah. you people tell me this, oh, this woman don't have impact, they're lying. It's <sighs> giving me headaches. Hold on. You're going to give me headaches. They, people, they're lying. They're lying. Some people can pull off the pink crocs, you know. I've seen a couple outfits. Yeah, and it looks really nice when the girls wear it. Like, yeah, everything's just all about a move. Like right now, crocs is the move. Something will, like crocs is the thing right now. Crocs is actually, and that's because Nikki wore it in a song. And the thing with Nikki, she always comes up with something that girls want to like do. With even when she in her last like phase, she did like the long weave. Girls were walking around with long hair, long braids, long everything. So it's just like. Everything is everything. Fashion just always repeats itself, but it's about the people that are the most like known people. What they're doing is what people will repeat. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So it's that like people can't really get upset that people are going to copy. Like I'd honestly say, a lot of people now, like for example, Travis Scott, for instance, a lot of boys actually, I feel like he has really good style, and I feel like a lot of guys actually, when they do dress like him, trust me, it looks so nice in person. I would say compared to. All these other waves that these guys try and copy, I think Travis Scott, his influence and style on other guys, it looks really nice from <laughs> what I've seen. Like a lot of dancers, like a lot of guys that do, you know, like dancing, like, you know, when they link up and they do like them dance on the streets and all that. Yeah. I saw them wearing like Travis Scott's merch and I was like, nah, yeah, that's, that's, that's why, definitely. Oh. Hey, I hear you about the influence, but like, um, what's happened though? Nike has uh, fought back. They've made a, I don't know what to call it, but they've basically uh, copyrighted, I think, uh, one of the creations to ward off these people just stealing their swag. Mm. I think it keeps happening. Yeah. And it happened with Warren Lotus. I'm not sure if you know him. I think he actually... Yeah. So the Warren Lotus, like, pigeon dunk. 
and it basically ripped off and infringed on Nike's uh, copyright. But like, mm-hmm. he, he was kind of given the okay, but I think they found it was like almost too good. So they're just like, oh, we're going to cut you off now. Like, mm, definitely. Like you saw what happened with, um, what's his name? Lil Nas X. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting sued as well. Mm, true. True. I think the um, same thing happened with Chrome Hearts this year, all this year and last year. My bad, my bad. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> Do you know uh, Minimal? Yeah, like, I've never actually, like, because I feel like, I love, though. It's weird, though, because, you know what? I feel like, how do I say this? I feel like a lot of brands are influenced by black culture, but a lot of the stuff is not affordable by black culture. That's why there are replicas. Do you get it? That's true. That's true. I would say, personally for me, I would say Chrome Hearts is definitely inspired by like ASAP Rocky. Like, I think of when I think of Chrome Hearts, I think of him. Like, I just think of his kind of like outfits and the way he would, like, in the beginning, he would put stuff together. Like, it's Chrome Hearts is just, it's simple. You know what I mean? Like, anyone could probably make a Chrome Hearts, but they're charging it for like all this money. And I'm just like, well, there's guys in the streets that I know that are doing their own startup brands and are making stuff that are better than that and are not charging an arm and a leg. <laughs> so I just feel like people can't help that people are going to make replicas. People just got to make something that's original. Yeah, It's all about your branding, to be fair. It's just all about your branding and it's all about influencers. Or there's actually, I would honestly say, there's actually some celebrities, they don't even, they don't, sometimes they don't even tag the brand. But it's like Rocky will put on maybe what one of his, or oh, guy on the street might be like, oh, please wear my outfit. He'll give it to him and then literally you'll see replicas of it straight away. Yeah. Because guys are like, oh, that's the next new thing. All right, let me make it and let me resell it. Oh, you want to look like ASAP? Yeah, we got it for you. We got it for you. That's just how it goes. It's all, it's all a hustle. Like, honestly, I would say the replica thing is a hustle. Black people used to sell drugs. People used to sell, yeah, reselling and replicas is the whole new hustle now. And I don't blame them. But the thing is, Chrome Hearts came before ASAP Rocky. Yeah, Chrome Hearts came before Ipsat Rocky. So it's like, um, so what you're saying about like their steeds being similar to his, it's like 10, 15 years before we knew Ipsat Rocky existed, Chrome Hearts had a store in LA. True, true, true. Like they've been selling true. all kinds of stuff, like not just clothes. True. These chairs, ladders, true. boots. <laughs> Mm. I hear what you're saying on the price as well like only people that um, ask pizza aka Austin can like you know spend five bags on a Chrome Hearts Tim's (laughs) yeah I get you hello yeah yeah so, I don't know, like, I'm not really into that. I told you I'm not really into that kind of, like, fashion. I don't really look at it because I realise now I'm going to spend for my my pay bracket. And when my pay bracket increases, 
then all that stuff will make sense to me. But I'm not really getting too attached to like luxury. Like I remember I would literally go up, get up sometimes and walk through selfridges for no reason. But I realized that that's not happiness. You gotta be content where you are. You know what I mean? So for me, yeah, Chrome Hearts is dope, but me can't, <laughs> I can't fool that right now. So. Yeah, it's not something you should die yeah. for. Like, prices are obscene, but it's just like, it's what it, we've been talking about the dynamic between the high-end boutique or high-end fashion and the mm. or, um, yeah, like I thought it's even though I remember there was this man he was on the breakfast club I think he's like you know those like men that know a lot about black culture and you know them kind of things Yeah, he basically said that like literally when you look at um, like in for example London for instance look there's a Chinatown there's a this town there's a that town there's, no, there's, no, there's not one black town and the and and because of that, the reason why black people do wear designer is because they want to feel valued. It becomes from value. It's not anything else. They say that black people are the highest amount of people that buy designer in the world. Really? But we are the poorest people. I think it's Chinese. Hmm? No, it's at le- no legally it's black people. We're the highest buyers of luxury. And the fact of the matter is, you know why it's not the Chinese people? Because they get, they're wearing replicas. Black people don't buy the replica, but they're buying the real thing. <laughs> what you need to, I need to find you in the interview and send it to you. Yeah, send that. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. You wear what, you, you're getting how much an hour, but you're, you're wearing a Gucci bag. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying you don't want to feel good. I'm not saying you don't want to. Yeah. But it's just what it is. It's just what it is. Yes, Remy. Do you have a favorite brand then? Favorite brand. Yeah. Um like either to look or to wear. You're gonna hate me for this, you know, funny enough. What? I don't have a I need to read that, sorry. I don't know why this is coming up. It's just because I'm trying to look for information as I'm talking. And this really just came up. My apologies. Um, I would say, funny enough, you know, my favorite brand is Fashion Nova. <laughs> That's interesting. I don't. My favorite brand is Fashion Nova. Pretty little thing. Yeah. I'm realistic. Fashion Nova. Pretty little thing. Um, but if a guy wanted to spend money on me, or I want to spend money on myself, we're going straight to Chanel. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, we gonna shake to Chanel. <laughs> I want a Chanel bikini. I want a Chanel panty. I want a Chanel bag. I want a Chanel dress. I want everything Chanel. Like I, I love the name Chanel. I just, I think everything about Chanel because I'm a fashion student, isn't it? Yeah. Everything about Chanel is just so elegant, classy, fresh, pure. Like that's just me as a person. So yeah, Chanel is my favorite. I love Chanel. Like, I would love, I love Chanel men. Like, I feel like a man wearing Chanel will be so attractive. Like, the fragrance, like, that is attractive to me, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I'll say Chanel. Yeah. And and also, I think Tommy Hilfiger is lovely. No, not Tommy Hilfiger, Tom Ford. Tom Ford is just iconic. Tom Ford is iconic. I like the yeah. guy Tom Ford. 
He's, he's a cool guy. I love Tom Ford. Off-White is good, but I'm just trying to plug that because I don't want to work with him. <laughs> so if I ever work with Off-White, remember the, I'll remember this podcast. If I ever work with Yeezy, if I ever work with Kanye West, I'll probably cry my eyes out because I think Kanye West is amazing. Everyone knows me. I love Kanye West, but I can't keep him to myself. Don't like to tell everybody <laughs> that he's honestly a genius. Can't really tell everyone yet because they'll find out when they find out. So, yeah. Do you know who runs uh, Off-White now? Um, I'm not too sure. Let me look. Let me look. Let me see. Did he sell it? He hasn't sold off right yet, or is he still the owner? Uh, either he's he stepped down or sold some part of his share. I know he stepped down for sure because oh yeah, he's just the founder. He's not the actual. Um, I think when he took that job at LV. No, he's still the founder and owner of it. Major Abla, he's still the founder and owner. But is he running it day to day? Is like. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. He makes more money set with running it. If he sells it off, you don't know what offer it will turn into. And then he's just there like, oh. No, I thought I heard and read that. No. No one else was operating. No, it's still him. He just does collabs. No, it's still him. Yeah. And he's still doing collabs with, like, his friends. Like, a lot of the, of the, a lot of the ASAP more people. Like, he just did a collab with, Theo Phyllis London literally just did a capsule with him four days ago. I had no idea about that. Yeah. So everything's under Off-White. He just collabs. He's not the actual... Being a creative director of a brand doesn't mean that, like, you just... You're just a... Like, you're locally just a member of staff still. You're just offering your creative ideas for that season. That's all you're doing. You're not really, it's not your company. Do you get it? You're just employed to do, he's just got another job on his hands, basically. It's not like he owns, he still owns and runs Off-White. But obviously, he has people that probably have his same creative, he probably isn't the creative director. No, he probably is the creative director, but he just confirms things. He just get things get done and he goes, oh yeah, I like that. Don't like that. So what they will do, what these big people do, they will probably design maybe a pair of shoes for him five different ways, 10 different ways. And he says, oh, yeah, I like that. I don't like that. He's at that point now. He don't need to be in the room looking at ideas no more. No, he gets made for him. You know? I don't know. I think he's he's very hands-on, you know. I think he's more hands-on. Than no, that. no. You, got, you need to know how this thing works. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, aware of it. He don't do that no more. <laughs> he just sits in the office. Do you like this? You didn't think uh, that men are in there like, oh, but you I do think, like this. I, I think, think this is his. Idea. I think this tick, is his, tick, his tick. dream job. Like, I think this is his dream job, and I think he's he's there for a reason. Honestly, I think he's actually hands on, more hands on than that. Mm. You no know okay. why? We'll 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 it if we we can't we can't say to in that room. But I trust me, I believe that is that. I know it's that. Because of he, his experience, Virgil is, is massive. He ain't got time for that no more. Because of his, his experience, because of him and Kanye doing their work experience at Fendi, because of like his experience again with Pyrex and what he did with that, and mm. like, where he's currently at now, I don't see him mm. being hands on because he's been hands on in every. No way. I can't. No, yeah. no way. Virgil just says yes or no. He don't even need to do anything now. He just says yes or no. I mean, for them to draw up 10, 15 ideas for him to say yes or no to. He has to. That's what they do, though. He has designers that do it. He has to have commissioned at least a few. That's what I'm. Yeah, thinking. that's what example Kanye West does. Exactly. Um, that's, when that's, he does the Yeezy, he doesn't actually design it. He gets shown ideas, and then he says yes or no to them. 
And then Obviously, he'll it. work on it because Kanye West, I think he doesn't work, he works on it, but he's more of like, yes and no. Do you get it? Like, when we see him take photos of the shoes, he's looking at shoes that designers have already thought of and I've shown him. So we've got a shout out to designers. I think the designers what they're doing. I don't know. Okay. That's a different because I remember I tried to look for I tried to go on Adidas once and I saw all the jobs that they were looking for for Yeezy. And trust me, the designers are the people that do it. Kanye West doesn't actually make these ideas from his head. He does, but he confirms. None of these he doesn't confirm. I'm just saying that he the fact that it has to come to an initial stage, like you forget, and this is the same person that designed his shot his shoe with um LV and he mm. had the um what were they called? Before the Red Octobers, they had a version. Yeezy Ones, then the Yeezy Twos, and then he joined Adidas. Mm. So if someone to come up like that and Pastel, there's no way he's not coming up with his own ideas and trying to think. Like, he no is, thing. yeah, but he's like there's many people that do it. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not like just, he's just doing yes or no. And that's the aim. In Jesus' name, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Where we just do yes or no. We, we walk in... Me not like that. Me like this. <laughs> amen. 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 Yeah, that would be hard. Yeah, man. That's all you do. Kanye West is pan, bro. He has a nice, I saw it, nice wide warehouse. It's fresh air, AC everywhere, fans. He just comes in and be like, yes, and no, and goes <laughs> home to bed peacefully <laughs> while people are getting. All this money per hour. Okay, per hour now this guy's going to the studio. I don't care. Literally, he's good. But obviously, in the beginning, he was making the ideas. <laughs> I mean, the studio, the music studio. Kanye West probably had was doing yes or no from Jump Street. What? <laughs> probably, but no, that's no. They've got enough money to do that. To we do don't. What? Do you have enough money to to hire a fashion designer? I'm talking about the producer no. now. I'm talking about him. Oh, the production now, but Kanye West don't do all. Like, they still have writers in there. They still have people that help him to make it, like... The song. You know what I mean? And they still have people to make it, like... You know what I mean? Because Kanye West's production is high up. Like, we listen to his music, you're like, yeah, you got the best of the best to do this. Yeah, but it wasn't always like that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not always... Obviously not. Obviously not. Like, Kanye West actually started off as a producer. You're telling me like I don't know who Kanye West is. <laughs> I know that I'm just talking what I know, innit? Let's go. Let's go. If it's tomorrow, I don't know stuff. I do, man. Yeah. I Google, I Google. But yeah, um yeah. Do your research. Yeah. yeah, so he just started doing beats, but I tried that producing stuff. It wasn't for me. Not everyone, I, I don't think I'm that intricate. That's why I'm more of like marketing and that, because I'm more visual. I'm not like making the design and making the, you know, the, 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 the putting it together. I'm more of the, all right, so how are we going to put this out to the public? That's kind of my side, why I'm studying to do here. Yeah. yeah. Like the promotion of it, the marketing. Right? So I know my lane. <laughs> I know my lane. <laughs> I knew early on. Trust me. Yeah, come across very wise. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, what are you saying? Then? We can move on to your topics. What you got? For All you? right, then. So, 
this is my new segment, guys. It's called The Rap Radar. And I just want to thank Remy, Young Soldier, <laughs> for this platform. This is my first podcast, guys. And I will become a music and entertainment icon Monday. And you will see me on podcasts, on Complex. It's coming. So we'll just be ready. But anyway, so this is my segment. And this is actually my thing that I really want to start. And it's called The Rap Radar. And rap radar is not just about rap. It's about everything. It's about fashion. It's about entertainment. It's about... The, it's not rap radar. It's called the rap radar. So it's just kind of like a little segment that I'll do, like, if I come on someone's show or something like that. And it's just me talking about, like, what's actually been going on. So the first topic... So am I just going to go through all my stuff? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's go. So first, like, I wanted to talk about... So obviously, I'm, you know, I'm a big... Nikki fan so obviously Nikki she brought out um, so basically obviously when she first came out she had her own mixtape called Beam Me Up Scotty and obviously as a fan I'm there thinking what's Nikki gonna bring out because she's had the baby now she's got the husband everything that she's wanted and I'm thinking like what's she gonna bring out now we all thought it was gonna be a song we thought it was gonna be an album we thought it was gonna just be the movie that she said she's gonna bring on HBO Max which I'm very excited for (laughs) And she literally released her mixtape on Apple Music. And it's such a big deal for the fans. Because when I told you, I remember me and my friend, we would listen to all of Beam Up Scotty. Like, we would listen to, you know, Best I Ever Had? Yeah. Drake, we would listen to the Nicki verse. And we were like, yeah, when we go to uni, this is going to be how we are. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously the whole situation on Best I Ever Had is like a uni music video vibe. Yeah. Like uni boyfriend, uni girlfriend. And then I remember she had like songs with like Little Wayne songs. She had um Bitty Piggy. That's that was what made her blow. And like so literally, it's like all of and it kind of brings her, it's good because it brings even because if she had a hiatus, it kind of brings the people back to know what her core was. And that's what I write about her. So kind of what I wanted to ask you, like, what do you think this me like what do you think? What do you think of Nicki Minaj's impact as from a male perspective? Because I feel like a lot of the time we're all talking about Nicki Minaj this, Cardi B this, but it's from a female perspective, but we never actually know what man don't think. So I want to know from your perspective, like, what do you like about her and what do you think that she's brought to entertainment? Confidence, swag, sex appeal, domination. Mm, That word. That word is a bit saucy. Domination. Hey. When you've been like the top girl, top woman, and like yeah, for like ten years plus, like people know your like they know their their place. Like in comparison to mm. you, yeah, I get you. I mean, she's I you. the fact she's she's a blueprint for for all female rappers. Like, what more can you really say? Like, she's I can't lie. She's kind of eclipsed Lil Kim in that sense because I can't see people. No. I can't. I'm tired of this little Kim comparison because I'm sorry, I, I'm not even gonna try to be like I love little Kim. When I tell I love little Kim, and then I love Nick, I love all of them. But I personally feel like little Kim was like she had like her time, and then I remember as I got older, I never really listened to there was not really any like female rappers like that. The only female rapper I can remember during that time that was known, actually there wasn't one. Like I I'm think if I could think who was known. In between that was, you know, Eve, when she brought that song Tambourine? Yeah. <laughs> so Eve, like, that was the only person, like, that was kind of bringing... Yeah, because she had the songs with, like, Gwen Stefani, like, you know, and then after that, 
quiet. So like, and then Missy that, she went on just brought up. Hmm? Not even Missy Elliott. Oh yeah, sorry, but Missy Elliott is a bit more everything. Remember, she was like pop, this R and B. She did it all, so I wouldn't even consider her like rap rap. Yeah, because she sang as well. She used to do very like you know. I would say consider her a pop artist. This is my opinion. I consider Missy Elliott a pop artist. She was pop because every time you saw in this world, she was popular. That's why she even got to do her performance on the MTV Music Music Video. She's pop. If she went pop, they would have put her on hip hop awards, man. You know they did a little thing when they gave you a little room. <laughs> but trust me, Missy Elliott is pop. Believe me, when you watch her MTV Vanguard performance, she's yeah. pop. She's pop. Trust me, popular. Like I would say, she's up there with like MJ and all them people. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, like is I would say for me, I don't like the comparison because me, yeah, I remember. Because I looked at, our person would say that Little Kim, she did like, it was more old school hip hop. Do you get it? Yeah. Nikki's, like, I would never see Kim doing Itty Bitty Piggy. Yeah. I would never see Kim doing Starships. Yeah. I would never see Kim doing Super Bass. So this comparison, it's just the fact that Nicki Minaj, I can her do brand it. was the Barbie thing. So I don't under, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm People more- love this, how it just makes it clear that fashion repeats itself, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't see why they always want to put black women against each other. It's not about black women and it's not about even them being black. Yeah. It's because they're in the same Yeah. In anything, people get compared, like um, movies, football. Like, they compare Lord mm. of the Rings and Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't consider, I wouldn't, I'm trust me, look at both of Nicki Minaj and Little Kim's catalogue. There's no relation. There is. There's no relation. All right, then. We're back to different. They're not both from New York. So? They're both from New York. They can rap really well. So? And they had similar swag. Like, that's a lot. No, they did not. No, they did not. And it was a lot Looking more flipping jumpsuit, bruv. Fam, the outfit choices, the the looks that Nicki had, that's a lot of what brought the comparisons as well. So when you do... No, man, I can't can't vouch for that still. How can you not? Can't vouch for that. I think you're being stubborn. Mm, I can't vouch for that. Sorry, innit? Well, we'll see what other man does. It's all right, man. But see, you asked for a a man's perspective, so, you know. No, not your perspective, and I accept it. (laughs) Accept it fully and completely, bro. Yeah, Um, Yeah, and then... Next on the radar, so guess what? You know, Bow Wow and Soulja, they are actually doing the verses. Really? Next week, or like, do we, yeah, like, I'm sorry, it's on the timetable. I said to myself, no way. Like, honestly, this is so iconic for our age. Bro, Bow Wow and Soulja Boy. That's like my childhood in like two people. I loved Bow Wow so much. I wanted to be with him. I wanted to marry him. I wanted to do all of that. Oh, <laughs> I did. I wanted to marry Bow Wow. And I remember once he had some song and I tweeted him and he responded and I was really happy. <laughs> That's why when people try and talk on Bow Wow, I'm like, do you not know who Bow Wow is? Basketball Bow Wow, like Mike Bow Wow, lottery ticket Bow Wow. <laughs> Remember when he was he was a host on 106 on Park and it, he was actually dope. Like he was actually yeah. really dope. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I personally, who do you think is going to win? Soldier. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? What? Easily. Dude, go when Bowers drops, nah, nah. Let me go on Bowers catalog. Yes. Let me go on Bowers catalog. Nah, nah, nah. Let's get into some things, bro. Let me go on Bowers catalog. Soldier Boy's catalog is tough. When he drops, let me hold you. Let's end the whole show. Let's one end song. the whole show. Huh? This is one song. This, I'm talking about Gucci Bang. Let me hold you like you. Shorty like mine. Only thing that keeps me up. What are you telling me? No, no, no. No, give me a sec. We're playing basketball. Do you know what that did for the world? I can't lie. I can't lie. Okay, okay. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> out on my system featuring T-Pain I'm a flirt girlfriend featuring Amarian really you got some things somewhere uh, is it ain't thinking about you featuring Chris Brown yeah and still he bounce with me when he was a little child and he had that song bounce with me bounce with me and then he had the um, what was that other tune? Fresh as I'm is you ain't man. That that, the, when he had that beef with um, he had the beef with um, little Romeo. Oh my days, yeah. And there were boys as well. When, when I told you, you know, when Bow Wow and Amarin did that album together, Drubber, yeah. When I told you that album is crisp, the art because you know me, I love RB. Really? <sighs> What's it? Can't get tired of me. Um, that he he ain't got to know about me. Oh. If he drops them, I'm I'm clicking off. But obviously, Soldier Boy's got his tunes like um, Soldier Girl, Marco. No, Marco Polo was him and Soldier Boy. Yeah, Soldier Boy and Bauer was Marco Polo. Marco was. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, let me go on Soldier Boy. Now, Soldier Boy was good. I remember I wanted to buy his glasses. When he used to have them glasses. Out with the writing, I wanted those, and then I remember I wanted to be a soldier girl so badly. Like when he had that song, he was like, he was like, you gotta step like this to be a soldier. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. <laughs> no, nah, and he had that tune. What was it again? What was my favorite bar? What was your favorite soldier girl song? Since you love him so much, so many. I've got so many new what, ones. What the rap rap star for? Fair shit that you wouldn't even. You make it clap. No, 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 not not that one. Remember, um, she got a dunk. She got yeah, a, and turn my swagger. Throw some beads. No, when he when he drops turn my swagger, they ever can log off after that. Exactly. That's that's he, he would win. He would win. Pretty boy swag. He would. That's what I'm saying. He but would, then after pretty boy swag, what happened after that? Gucci Silence. bandana. No, Gucci bandana. Um, tear it that up. That even chart. Tear it up. All black everything. He even chart. Um, Versace. These, these shingles are all. Look, look, look. So, I'm not even trying to. I mean, I I'm not even trying to be bad, but look. When after Pretty Boy Swag, you know. Man, I care. After Pretty Boy Swag, look, look, look. Not gap, 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 gap. Don't joke. I look oh, so damn bad. Yeah. I don't know. You never know what he went through after that, so I can't even say nothing. Bandana with uh, Shorty Low, R.I.P. And I feel like Soldier Boy Loki took his peas and he said, Yeah, I'm just gonna do me still order. I rate him. But I, the thing with Soldier Boy, I always rate how he started his career. He honestly is a genius. He literally would get like, you know, his songs. 
Yeah. And he would go on, like, Lime. for example, SoundCloud, Lime put popular oh. songs and uh-huh. change the name. I said, this guy is a genius. But so, I'm sorry. Well, that's, not genius, that's not the genius part to me. The genius part to me was the fact that he produced all the shit he was rapping on. I know. When Bawa dropped Shorty Like Mine, I'm just clicking off. Shorty Like Mine. Only thing that you see when I'm feeling down. I don't know about you, but I can keep my eyes So what what kind of ratio do you think the um, people watching is going to be? It's going to be more women. It's going to be all of us. I'm coming up there with my my graphic top. I'm wearing my slick hair diamond (laughs) hoops. My my pastries, yeah. I'm gonna be like, yeah. What are you telling me, bruv? Jermaine Dupri, <laughs> Jermaine Dupri, so so dead. So dead. No, do you know I loved Bow Wow? Oh my! I remember when he had the sweet. Remember the sweet sixteen that he did? The sweet eighteen. No. Sweet. Remember he did like a sweet eighteen on the sweet sixteen show. I don't know if you remember. No, I don't remember that. No, I loved Bow Wow so much. And yeah, a song called Puppy Love, Ghetto Girls, Let's Get Down. The song he had with Burman, My Baby. And remember he had that song with Jojo, Baby It's You. And they were all at the fairground. Let's get if he drops that, I'm crying. I really, really like I really, really like your style. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> and I remember he had some song called You Can Get It All in It. And it was a bit sexual. I mean, my friend used to see you in year seven. <laughs> the song was so inappropriate as well. The video was inappropriate as well. But yeah, we moved on. Yeah, so what happened to no. Would you, huh? you still feel the same about um, Shad Moss? Oh, Shad Moss. I love Shad Moss. I know that's about a while, but yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about him like he's somewhere else. Yeah, say, I done been a different kind of girl. Say, I gotta see no more because they never knew that like you. No, yeah, I can't sing. I can't sing, guys. New album coming out soon. He's a bit Be ready. Oh my god, I love Bow Wow, man. Did he win a Grammy? Let me check. No, oh, no, that's all right, though. He still won a Billboard Award. He won a Billboard Award in 2001. Hey, of course, he was on top of the world. Yeah, man. he was on top. I lied. He was, he was, he was. All right, next topic here. Yeah. Did you see uh, Megan Thee Stallion's new tune? What? The Thought or whatever? Yeah, The Thought one. Did you like it? I haven't seen it. All I saw was the cameraman having to do some mad work with one of the extras looking her bum there. Mm, do you think Megan Thee Stallion's attractive? Not really. Would you do something with Megan Thee Stallion if she offered? Probably. Yes, she would. I know you would. Um, so, <laughs> probably, probably you probably would. You probably would. I would want to, um, <laughs> if I was a guy. Um, but what was I saying? I would say like a lot of people are saying that like Megan, they this is not my perspective. This is just what the people said. Someone was like they think that Megan is not doing other music. Like she can't. It's like the same thing. She's from Houston. Why are you? I know. I I know. But you see, like how Cardi B went from her little stuff and then she could do pop, she could do be Latina, she could do Caribbean. And she had to really, she's she was really trying to prove something. Yeah, I know, but like Megan, I feel like she did this little um hiatus and then she came back with the same stuff she's been doing 
That's what people were saying. Okay. She's actually quite young. I know, I know, but like, do she's you just... think that, or do you think, I don't have a problem with Megha's music. I love her music. I love her branding. I think she's beautiful. I think she's so cool. I love how she doesn't take nothing from no one, but she doesn't make it obvious. <laughs> I think, first of all, it's, she's done really well because like from Houston to gain mainstream appeal and population, like, that's crazy. Yeah, I love it. It, it hasn't girl. been done before, I can't lie. Okay, Scarface, Scarface in the nineties, but even then, like it's not like this, and she's a wonderful. Mm. Oh, it's captivating. So I mean, to expect it's a bit weird because you don't expect someone from such a small audience area to be able to grab main like worldwide attention. So for now, the mm. world they expect her to change to like this is her though. I love Megan to bits. I'm telling you. Like, unless when this girl does a motive, unless, unless like her life changed completely, then this is probably what's when does. this girl does a motive, she does a party. I'm gonna be at the front saying every word. I want to, I want to hear don't stop. I want to hear big old, you know, I want to hear hot girl summer. I want to hear bitch. I want to hear it all. She's dope. I love Megan. She gets 10.5 points from me. I love her. Yes. Oh yeah, we need to start rating all these all these people, all these people's projects. So Nicki Minaj, beam me up, Scotty. What rating would you give it? I, I can't give the rating. You have to give it. I've never heard any from anything from that though. But from okay, well, have you not heard her crocodile teeth remix? I heard a snippet. Everyone's been playing that. I heard a snippet of that. I haven't heard the whole thing. So. What do you think so far? I think it's dope that she's done a crocodile teeth remix. Yeah. It's doing Amadou when I pop out. It's how you got the clock out. I just hopped out looking like a knockout. Period, man. Hey. Oh, so she, she made that like a deluxe. So she had like the old shit on Beam Me Up Scotty. Yeah. And then added some. The That's my girl. That's my girl. Yeah. Um. So what would you say? So Megan dot shit out of 10? Uh, I need to listen to that. Mm? I need to listen to that. Oh, you didn't? Well, from what you've seen, from the, the branding and the creative output of it. Huh? I've barely seen any of that either. Oh, wow. Well, that's fine. I would give, not shit, I would give it an 8, 7.58. And then beat me up, Scotty, I would give it a 9.5 because I would have loved to see her do something with, like, a song with, like, Megan and Doja. I feel like she sounds really good with them too. Like, a, them a song, a, a song with all three of them would just be amazing. So that's why. So next on the Rap Radar, Migos dropped their third album, Culture Number 3. Have you heard any of it yet? Uh, no. You haven't heard it? No. Um, I listened to the album before, obviously, I got on the podcast. I listened to it today. My favourite songs was um, Avalanche, Having Our Way, and they've got a nice little melody song with Justin Bieber. And kind of the co- the topic is kind of like, do you still think Migos are, like, the best rap group? Like, do you still feel like they're on top? Like, do you think the same hype is still there? I don't know. 
Probably not. Because I know this is your kind of... This topic is your kind of field. Do you know what I mean? I know this you is think, You think it's my kind of field, then it's not. Because... Not like was, that, but I know you, you can say... You can talk, in it. I, I, I'm really? just leaving it up to you to talk about the bigger stuff. I didn't even... I didn't even fuck with... I, I fucked with Versace when I first heard it. Versace, Versace? Um... I like some songs now here. I like 12 Bricks. I like Handsome and Wealthy. It took me a long time to warm up to um what was a really big song with uh, um 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 Bougie by the Bougie. Yeah, it took me about two months after like two months. Yeah. After that got really popular, it took me two months after that for me to vibe with the song. Yeah, it'd be like that, it'd be like that, it'd be like that. Um then they dropped another banger from that same album that was hard. Mm. Mm. That. Mm. Um, but after that, I mean, I've listened to a few mixtapes and they're kind of hard, but like, nah, I'm just not, I'm not on the vibe. I mean, Culture 2 kind of let everyone down, so people aren't feeling them after that. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think I have some stuff on them. Oh, like, I think like, that. As well, as well as that, when Qu- people were begging for Quavo to go solo, and then when they got mm. what they asked for, it wasn't hard or hard. No, enough. I like that. Motorsport was good. Walk it, talk it was dope. Um, what was my favorite song? Yeah, so I like motorsport. Motorsport was dope. Why would I have some beef? And I, got, mm-hmm. I like that one. And then, what well, did I have? Stripper ball on there. Oh, I know what you mean. It wasn't. It was good, but it was like that. Culture, the original one. Oh, bad bitches only was my favorite as well. Like, like, before they had source and like charisma, but then they just started like people. That's what happened. They just got people. comfortable with the money. Yeah. That's and what also, you, trust me, don't think these people are not, they're comfy. They don't need to make, come on, look how much money they got. They're paying. They got overtaken by Lil Baby, Lil Dirk. Yeah, they did, they did, they did, they did, they did, they did, they did. Told you this is your field, bruv. You know what you're saying, fam. I didn't even think of that. Look at you. Star boy. Look at you. I didn't even think of that. Gunner's my guy, though. I didn't think of that. It's true. It's facts. They actually got taken over by Little Duck, Little Baby. Um, Who else is banging right now? Gunner, Polo G. Gunner, yeah, I was thinking that. Gunner. Young Pug is my... When I say Young Pug is my G... I'm gonna say that's the one of the best rap artists right now ever to ever to do it. Really? Yes, young. Young fuck is oh, this guy's lit, man. Lit, lit, lit. He's like his songs is like yeah, like I love it. I love it. Um, so what would you say so far? What's what's Migos giving you out of ten right now? I listen to a damn song on that album. Or what's in general? What's Migos giving you in terms of what going with them? I liked that song by Quavo and Rich the Kids. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. You're blessed. You're too blessed. That was hard. I love stripper bowl. Is that my friend? Oh, do you know I used to love the when they used to do a stripper bowl with like all the strippers and that. That used to be so flipping lit. It was lit. And I remember when I watched the vlog on like they did it. Two years ago, I'm at Quavo had this song and it never got released. I'm like, why did this guy not release this song? Yeah, it's something called like Flip Phone. It was 
lit. I was like, this song is banging. I think, you know, they play it to see how the crowd will take it. Yeah. I was like, this song is so dope. This is still when he was with Sweetie, like when they just started going up. Yeah. But yeah, I would say I would give, I would give Culture 3, I would give it, I would honestly give it a 10. Damn. Yeah, Culture 3 is really good. When you hear it, you agree with me. Avalanche, their first three songs, like, they started off the album so solid. Come on, Avalanche lit. The song with Drake lit. The next one after that lit. It makes sense. The album makes very much sense for what is what they're solid. They've stem, they've they don't need to prove nothing to nobody. They've submitted their name in music, their patterns. It's just one of them things. Oh. Um couldn't listen to that. I was yeah. to Teal Up Five. How much time we got left? I don't know, but we've got time. How much time? I don't know, but we've got time. Because <laughs> well, we can't be talking these people's heads off all day. It's only been like 40 minutes. All right, come so, you know. Do you want me, do you want to go and put, put up a topic, talk about a topic, and then I'll go back into my stuff? Just quickly, like, I was what I was listening to T-Lock 5 instead of, like, the Migo shit or Poyoji this weekend. That's all I've been listening to. Oh, yeah. The Polo G stuff. Yeah, let's get into that, man. I don't really know much about it. So let me know what's going on. I don't, I don't listen to Polo G at all. I've been listening to Pierre Bourne. Uh, he, he's, uh, yeah, so tell me about what's been going on with that. His album, T-Lock 5, The Life of Pierre 5. He started mm-hmm. the series after The Life of Pablo because he looks up to Kanye and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dropped a documentary as well. It's a short documentary, only 20, 12 minutes, but it's so informative like I already knew bits about like because one of my favorite artists is Young Nudie and uh Pierre born and Young Nudie's like chemistry is even better than like um Pierre and Kanye's because like Magnolia like blew up but like to find out that like Pierre was basically an engineer for Epic Records so he was working with loads of artists and songwriters and but he was an artist himself he had his own beats he had his own shit going on so he was like he had he was working for Epic Records for like a year and mm. after that year he was going to quit and so he would like work seven days a week on the Sundays would like be his day to like do his shit um, yeah it was, he was stressed he was like he was going through some shit yo he's it, clearly I don't know there's so much going off in his head but he's like mm. he's top five producers like in the game for like the last five years Hands down, like his shit is just crazy. The fact that he's he's been an engineer, he's a sit producer, he's getting better at songwriting, and so like this rap shit is getting he's getting more used to it, you know. He's growing as an artist. His music videos have gotten so much better. Like he actually has ideas now. They're fleshed out. He's actually doing some shit. Like they make they make sense. The artwork as well was so hard for the album. Uh, Takashi Murakami, uh, the flower. Mm background I think at Rocker Park. I feel like that's already what makes an album is the whole branding, the whole look. People don't people don't see people listen to the music, but people like for example, I'm sorry to go back to Culture Free, but like people wouldn't have listened to Culture Free if the, the, the cover weren't good. They might have, but the cover, people are visual. Humans are visual. Yeah. So they care about the video. They care about the state. They care about the look. So it's just, yeah, it's very important, McCarran. Yeah, T Lot 5, it delivered a collection of the best music I heard from Pierre Bourne like, ever. 
I mean, we heard a few singles. Like "For You" is the hardest single, I think, on the on the album. The video got a couple couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Three million views. Like it's very good for Pierre. It's a good look. He dropped a new uh, single, the track "Soft Boy" with uh, Lil Uzi. That shit is hard as well. Pierre has two verses on that, and they're quite long. Really good shit. Yeah, he, he he's been stepping up. He's been stepping up. I liked about like four. I liked eight songs on the album. Sixteen songs. Mm. Yeah, for you, forty clips. Yeah, I've been listening to that like every single day. Yeah. Yeah, so forty clip biology one hundred and one, hard forty two Hulu couch. Uh, I mean, everyone's been fucking to switching lanes because that was a single with Carty. Well, um, Pierre has promised us the deluxe version. So we'll get that soon. Makes sense, makes sense. Dope, dope, dope. <laughs> so we say black music is still going. Yeah, of course. Yeah, man, things is moving. Should I get back into my stuff or do you want to keep going? It's up to you. Your time. Uh, um... Um, do you want to talk about Kanye West's new girlfriend? I was going to talk about that because that is very popular. So I remember I heard people were saying them too were talking, but I didn't really believe it until I obviously I saw it. So I saw the two pictures and people are basically saying, do you think that now Kanye West is dating like a more slimmer model looking girl? Do you think that look, because the thing with Kanye West, he's like, how do I explain it? He's like one of the top influencers. Like, if he has a girlfriend, like, for example, when he dated Amber Rose, everybody wanted to shave their hair bald. Yeah. When, like, he's like a P. Diddy. Like, P. Diddy, when he dates a girl, everyone starts copying. Like, when he dated Cassie, everybody wanted to have a hair shave. When he dated Laurie Harvey, everyone started wearing very, you know, like, neutral, minimalistic, chill clothes. Like, I feel like, you know them guys that like, they just, when they get a girlfriend, like, I feel like now that he's with her, if he makes her like his new, basically like she's like, this girl's going to be like his new muse. You get <laughs> how Kim was his muse? Like, yeah. Kim was his muse like for Yeezy. And I feel like now, what, when she starts taking pictures, people are like, oh, well, I don't really need to get surgery, do I? Because Kanye West's girl ain't got surgery. No. What do you think? I mean, you can see that one, one way, but she's really slim, so... Well, Arena is really slim. It's true. It's true. She's beautiful, though. Yeah. She's got all of this. She's got, she's got boobs. She's got some bum. You know, she's got something going on. And she's probably got a lovely personality. I feel like that's quite, what Kanye West needs is just a girl that doesn't have anything going on. He just needs someone who we can get from the ground. Like he did with Amber Rose. That like, When I tell you, when I, Amber Rose, I loved hearing Amber Rose's story. I just love, that's so dope. How do you meet Kanye West? And then you just become an icon and you don't even say anything. And she's just so like when I talk, I think she's one of the most Amorous is most one of the most beautiful girls I've ever seen. Even with a tattoo? Yeah, she thinks she's dope. What girl can pull that off? And like you still look. No, I could never pull that off. I look stupid. Don't she pull it off? She could she looks good with it because she wears it with confidence. You can't stop confidence, man. 
No, I just think that if he wants to, if he wants to do that, it's up to him. And I'm happy for the relationship. Do you think? Do you wish them two, Kim and Kanye, would have lasted? Yeah, they have like four kids, man. What the hell? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you gotta be careful. You have kids with. You gotta know. Like even after you get married, I feel like you should still get to know the guy. But you're married. You know what I mean? That's the purpose. So I get it. But at the same time. Kanye knew who Kim was and he knew that she was very stuck in what she wants, her family, her brand, that's her life. Yeah. And Kanye West, he's, everyone knows this guy's always travelling everywhere every second. Who don't know that? Yeah. I'm not even trying to be horrible. Like, who don't know? I even know that. Yeah. You don't even know that. So, so I just feel like... She, yeah, she was like, but you can't keep doing that like when we have kids. And- With them two, I just feel like Kim and Kanye, it's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to unpack because when they were together, it was Kanye and Kim to the world. Like, we never saw this ever ending in life. And then now it's just now, oh, he needs someone who we can travel with. Well, bitch, pack your bags. And go. I love Kim to be I don't, yeah, that she's my bitch. Like, she's my bitch, kind of like that. Like she's my bitch. Yeah. I'm like, no, you gotta unpack your bag and chase that billionaire. Do what you need to do. <laughs> Kanye was asking me right now to fly. I am packing my things <laughs> and I'm on. Everything's on. Yeah, but at the same time, you want your own life. So I understand, Kim. Like, I remember she was like, I've got all the big things, but I haven't got all the small things. That makes sense. Yeah. Like the things of like just affection. Like women love it. Like you, men, yeah. I feel like the thing with women, intimacy is so important for us. Even if, like, that's why, guys, I feel like you, people should never blur the lines of friends and relationships. Because when you blur the lines and you show that girl a bit of affection, she gets attached. <laughs> Trust me, girls, intimacy is so important for girls because it's just the way we're built. It's just something in us that's like, oh, he showed me a bit of love. Oh, yeah, I want more of that. I want more and I want more and I want more, which can sometimes cause problems. But I want more. I want more of attraction. I want more. But then obviously they don't give us what we want after a while. We just can't. We don't care anymore. We just the thing with girls, we will let the guy walk away from us. We will never walk away from the guy. And that's the issue with a lot of women. They never walk away from the guy. They wait for the guy to walk away from them. And that's something for the day. That's the word. So yeah, well, so you know, as I said, you know, you know, have you seen um Kanye West's new gap deal? Uh, no, I just seen like new um, the jacket. jacket. Yeah. You saw it? Yeah, we're all right. Someone with the question was kind of like, "What do you think this means for the luxury market?" Well, easy and gap because huh? and he's collabing with that. It depends on like the is it like a, a price attached to this jacket? Yeah, obviously it ain't free. That shit ain't free. No, I mean like, what's the price? I ain't got a clue. I ain't got a clue. But still, it still is not a luxury company. Even if they want to sell it for 200 that paint luxury. They're a high street brand. But that jacket is like, it's not something that Gap would usually create. I personally just think that fashion's taking a turn. It but really is. This is due to, um, what's his name? Kim. Uh, at Dior, what's his name? Got a clue. 
The guy that stepped down at Dior. That Rick Bell's so Kim Jones. Because he uh, he Kim was Dunn. he was the director at um Dior. So what am I saying? He was the director at LV when they did their Supreme collection, their Supreme collab. Mm. So that was yeah. the first time like high fashion blended with like streetwear. So if anyone's to blame mm-hmm. Kim Jones. And then it's when Virgil took over at LV. Mm. get you. So I don't know, like, oh, it's really good to see brands collaborate, though. Yeah. And I feel like this is not for the normal working girl. Oh, yeah, Kanye West is doing a collab with Gab. All right, I can afford it. This is not doing a collab with, you know, Louis Vuitton, and I can't afford that. The thing mm-hmm. is, the, like, Gap, or as say, they say in the US, the Gap. The Gap was like... Uh, Man, this shit was trendy as hell in the 90s. Like, it was, it was, it was. I've even, I'm going to send you a picture. I have a top wearing a Gap t-shirt when I was younger. I was wearing a sweatshirt in nursery. Hey, Everyone I was, Gap was the shit. Yeah. It was the shit. What's the shit? But yeah, it makes sense Kanye was doing this. He's iconic, as I said. Genius, genius, genius. And I wish him the best for his new relationship. Because he's still my guy. Also, um, I don't know what to talk about. What should we talk about? Mm. What's been going on in your love life? I'm curious about, about what's it called? That guy from uh, Blue Therapy that, that everyone was calling him broke. Yeah, stuff. Oh, they said that was fake. They said, yeah, that that <laughs> thing was acting. And then now the girl that Chiroma said is not acting. What is it then? Because I know that woman was not, she improvised. She said she did improvisation for that. What? Yeah, she says she improvised. You know, acting, I do acting in it. So improvising is like kind of what I'm doing now. Like I've never done a podcast, but I'll come in now like I did. Yeah. Because I can act. Improv, yeah. Like we've never been trained podcasters. We just improvise. That's what we do. But that's basically what a woman did. She was an improv therapist. Because I think it would have been too much for them to actually employ a real therapist. That is not that deep because it is a production. Well, she's not an actor. She's improv. No, she's an actor. She is acting. Part of improv, yes. Yeah, but again, them lot, the girls are trying to be like, "Oh no, it wasn't fake. It was actually real." Yeah, that's awkward. (laughs) It is awkward, but I still want to do. I really want to do back chat one day. I love that show, but I haven't. I haven't really. I feel like the hype has gone though for that. Back chat used to be the big deal. Now it's not even what it used to be. That bat chat was everyone would come, everyone yeah, everyone would come home, and it really lets you know now yeah that like people look up to relationships and they don't really know what's going on. Like relationships, people care about that so much. You know, being in a relationship is like a stamp of value of to you. Like if you're not in a relationship, you don't have any value. So yeah. that, you know, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, man, yeah, man. So it's I think I'm... so it is fake. Then the poor guy was right, and people have to stop caring then. So even yeah. Deborah and blah blah. <laughs> My guy said it's his first gig. <laughs> That's his business. Um, he's a he's a advisor. He said he still got my clients. 
to as soon as they call me broke. No, no, that's it. <laughs> no, bro. That I went to, like not the secondary school, but the boys' school that was like our brother school. He yeah. went to that school. So yeah, new people, man. New people, big ups, new one. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I know. There was one other show, I think. It's almost people from the shade bar, basically. Yeah. I don't really use the shape bar and all them stuff. I'm really into like American culture, you know. I don't really go on like the UK culture like that. I don't really get too into it. Because it's too close to home. It's too close to home, bro. <laughs> You still want to do the dilemmas, yeah? Oh, like I, I never, I never ended up doing it because I thought, nah, man. We, let me, let me try my little segment out today. But we will be back with the the situations because I really want to help people. I think we both have different pers- good perspectives on relationships. Oh yeah, if you have any. Oh yeah, and from that actually, I wanted to talk about the whole Porsche thing. So you see, like, do you think it's okay? For example. If you got married to a woman, would you propose to her friend? If I was married to this woman. So, okay, you're not married to me. Let's just say hi and say. So imagine we were married now. Imagine that. Yeah. So imagine we were married now and then we get divorced. You go and marry my friend. Should I be upset? But she's not my close friend. She's not your close friend, but she's your friend. Yes. What is that? How does that even happen? Like... Man. You know what I mean? Like, 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 for example. All right. Your friend is like, you're not close, but your friend starts explaining. Like, for example, all right. Do you have them people that you will link up with, but you won't be with each other all the time? You wouldn't tell her your you would tell them your personal business. Really. You've you've linked up with them, or you would link up with them to go somewhere, but you wouldn't tell them what's going on. So if something happened with your family, you won't call them. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. So imagine if we were married, we got divorced, and I dated that guy. I ended up we get engaged to. Yeah. Should you be upset about it? If I had Do you think that's right? Business and shit, right? And got engaged to that guy. You was hey, that would be problems. <laughs> It'd be a bit mad, but it's like I can't really. She's not really my friend, like. Are you serious? I can't lie. I want to care about my guy, like, because he's not my friend, like. I mean, it's like, it might be a bit close to home. No, but I mean, like, his man has come to our house. You've he's come and visited our home. We've gone to dinner with this man, but he's not someone that we would call up if we had a family issue, obviously. Nah, that's 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 mad. Everyone, everyone's like, what's going on? How does, happen? How does that happen? It's like <sighs> it does happen, man. It does happen, trust me. It does happen. It's like, yeah, like imagine now he's come to our house, we've known him, but you know, he's not that close to us. Next minute now we get divorced. That's me and this man come up. That's a family friend. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then me and this man catch up, and it's like, yeah, we're in love. Let's get married. Hey, 
<laughs> that's hard. That's hard to pill to swallow. That's a very hard pill to swallow. I mean, gotta move on. <laughs> gotta move on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't look back. Seriously, because looking back, at- but it's hard. You gotta heal from something like that, bro. Heal. How can you heal from something like that? How? <laughs> what do you mean heal? heal. This what, what healing is there. There's not a guidebook. There's not. There's no one. There's no guru. No guidebook. There's no life. Please go your knees and be like, God, I trust, trust you. you. I'm faithful. <laughs> we can say, God, I trust you. I'm faithful. <laughs> <laughs> I even did. Like nothing's gonna come for you. Like I'm gonna start going on Tinder, Bumble, everything I can find. <laughs> Christian Google, literally, big bad thing. Just to get away from my heartbreak. Literally. Literally. But yeah, like, I don't, be- I believe in girl code, but I believe you should do it. It's your life. Do what makes you happy. But at the same time, don't do to people what you wouldn't want done to you. That's how I see it. Yeah. But yeah, that's all, that's all I got to say. You can go for it or we can tie this up. It's up to you. <laughs> I think we said what we needed to say, but we've literally, what's really been going on right now, we've literally done it in one. We got all of it. We've given the people what they need to hear. What's been going on so they know what I'm going to do. Yeah. But if you have any dilemmas, you know, want to address some things. Oh, yeah. Like you've got any, if you've got any um, situations, you've got anything, any advice that you need, you can email you can say the email, Remy, because I don't know the email. <laughs> jtakepodcast.gmail.com. That's the email. Yeah. We will help you. Loki, this is, should be another segment. <laughs> and this segment is tomorrow's TLC. I like how they all start tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> what the pause? No, about how all your segments just start with your name. Tomorrow, no, the rap raider does not have tomorrow in it. Oh, sorry. Yes, the rap raider is lit. Though. I love it. I love the rap raider. But yeah, man, we, you know, hopefully you'll be seeing us rap rolling loud real soon. <laughs> <laughs> rolling loud real soon. Hopefully you'll see us at wireless real soon. But I don't like festivals, but you'll probably see Remy there because he loves that kind of stuff. Right. And he's gonna meet girls and all that. You know he does. And you can book him for styling gigs. Music. Mad. What? Hold tight, Tamara. This was <laughs> the Just Take Podcast. Thank you guys for listening to me. If you want to message me and you want to contact me for anything, music, acting, hosting, anything, presenting, anything of that sort, radio, you can contact me at my Instagram. Let me just get my hold. Hold a name. Okay. My Instagram is... Don't tell my change, but... All right, cool. So my Instagram is Tamara Mariah. Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-A-M-A-R-I-A-A-H. And in my bio, I have my email, which is tamaramariahbrown at gmail.com. But you could also DM me. And that's it. Instagram, Twitter, same name. Snapchat, Tamara Marone. 
Tamara, same name, Tamara, M-A-R-O-N-E. And you can contact me there for any business opportunities or anything that you want to talk about. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. Out here. We're out here, we're out here.